Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Hallelujah. Let us with a glass of mind praise the Lord, for He is good, and His mercy shall ever endure. He is ever faithful, ever sure. Hallelujah. Our God and our Father, this is another day that you have blessed us with. We are so grateful unto you. We come before your throne and ask for fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh empowerment, fresh enlightenment. The Lord, we might live victoriously. And continue to proclaim your goodness in this land of the living. Have your way through your servant as I minister your word to the world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Today I come with a word of encouragement to the body of Christ, believers. We have experienced a very unusual time during this pandemic. Now, when the COVID-19 pandemic struck, we followed the advice of the medical experts We retreated, and in some instances, in some places, there were all kinds of lockdowns and uh, whatever you choose to call it. In many places, the Church of Christ could not move, could not meet for corporate worship, physical corporate worship. The only worship we were open to was through social media platforms. Now, all the things that we did... In retreating, going by the medical advice, uh, they were biblical. They were biblical. And they were indeed necessary for the preservation of life. Now, the Bible gives so many examples about the need for retreating and repositioning for a better future when things are not going well with God's people. And I want to call your attention to some of those things. My take this morning, however, is that we need to take the chances as the lockdown is eased and we have opportunity to come back to corporate worship. We should not allow what has happened to take us captives and take away the physical presence of the body of Christ from our communities, our societies. We need to remember this. We are the light of the world. Of course, we can shine anywhere and everywhere, but at the same time, we do it according to God's order, according to God's order. So, having said that, Moses, for instance, I'm now going to give you some biblical examples why we need to cooperate with the relevant authorities. Now, if something should happen again and we are asked to close down again, we'll be willing to do it as long as lies have been threatened. Or, to put it rather correctly, we should be willing to do that. But at the same time, we have to be careful not to be complacent when the opportunity comes for us to come back into corporate worship. Before I go into that, let me give you some examples from the scriptures just to let your mind be at peace that closing down churches in the midst of a pandemic is not a crime. It doesn't get God upset. Moses had to run for his life. The deliverer on the run, the man who was born to deliver Israel, had killed an Egyptian. News got to Pharaoh. 
and Moses had to run for his life. And for 40 years, the vision had to wait. Moses was virtually quarantined, if you like. But you see, all things work together for good to those who love the Lord. So in the midst of all that happened, God prepared Moses for a better future. What I'm trying to stress here is that there are times that we do tactical retreat. It is not running away from the battlefield. Even military men will tell you that sometimes they have to tactically retreat when the enemy firepower is more than they, they can handle at a certain time. And that's what we did. And that's what Moses did. All right? Joseph and Mary. Joseph and Mary. In the book of Matthew, we are told, Matthew chapter 2, that God told Joseph in a dream to run with the baby because Herod wanted to kill the baby. And they had to be in Egypt until the death of Herod. So we literally had to be out of church, out of physical corporate meetings. Because there was a threat to our physical being from the virus. The COVID-19 pandemic broke and we had to retreat. And I'm saying that is perfectly in order with scriptures. The Bible says, tempt not the Lord. Otherwise, when the devil told Jesus, if you are the son of God, then throw yourself down. Well, Jesus said, no, you don't tell God. What would that achieve? Putting yourself in harm's way. Everything we do as believers must benefit God and his kingdom and be a blessing to us. But you don't do something just to prove a point. We are no magicians. And so we retreated. But we have to understand and be able to explain our position. Why we sometimes have to retreat. Why out of necessity to preserve lives. The church has to shut its doors. David was anointed king. At the time when King Saul was still on the throne, King Saul got very uncomfortable with David and sought to take his life. David had to flee for his life. He wouldn't sit there and say, well, God has anointed me king. And so pandemic or no pandemic, I'm sitting here. I don't care. He ran for his life because the God of the Bible is the same God who gives as wisdom, common sense, so that we cooperate with him in achieving his purpose for our lives and for the general good. So, once again, retreating is not defeatist. Having said all that, having said all that, I want to take you to something that happened in the life of Paul, Apostle Paul. Another example of how and why we need to retreat and regather at the appropriate time. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, I'd like to read this scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 32 and 33. Paul gives this testimony. In Damascus, the governor under King Aretas had the city of the Damascenes guarded to arrest me. But I was lowered in a basket from a window in the wall and slipped through his hands. This was the man God called, God anointed, and God commissioned him to preach to the Gentile world. His life was being threatened. Now, he had to do what he had to do to save his life. Those who were with him had to cooperate with God and save his life. That is the order of things in the faith in which we're walking. So, as I said earlier, it is both biblical, sensible, and proper to run from imminent danger and death when you have the opportunity to do so. Don't unnecessarily put God to the test. Whatever needed to be done to save life, whether yours or that of your family or that of general society, is in line 
with the purpose of God. Hallelujah. So having said all that once again, let's now relate the present state of the church, especially in Ghana vis-a-vis the COVID-19 pandemic and matters arising. The church, COVID-19 matters arising. In many places, we went into lockdown all over the world with the rest of society to avoid exposing the saints for necessary sickness and untimely death. Thankfully, thankfully for us in Ghana today, we are seeing a gradual easing of the restrictions that were imposed because of the threat of this terrible virus. Now, let me say that, God forbid, but if there is a surge or rise in the infections and we are asked to go back to lockdown or whatever you choose to describe it, we should be willing to comply. I'm saying God forbid. That we are all praying and looking forward to total restoration to come. That we can go back to our normal lives. But now that we have been given the leeway to meet as a church, the obvious challenge that I'm seeing is the lack of enthusiasm on the part of some believers to return to corporate worship in the house of God. In the house of God. So my take today is to encourage all of us to repossess our zeal, our zeal, our passion for the house of God, for the meetings that we used to know in the house of God, to get back to church. Since other religions have gone back to their corporate, physical corporate worship, they have taken the opportunity offered by the government to revive their meetings, their places of worship. The doors are open. I'm not saying we should run into danger with our eyes open. But if we will follow the protocols, I don't get it. Why we still shy away from the physical corporate worship of God's people. There's something must be wrong with our faith. And I wonder whether it is in the house of God, only in the house of God, that we can get sick or we run the possibility of being infected. Look at the markets. We go to the markets. Look at the transport we sit in, the overcrowding, everything. And yet, we go. I mean, we just go and, and but I don't feel nothing. But now it comes to going back to church. And it's a problem for some of us. I feel burdened this morning to call on all the saints to once again come out of our cocooned holes and let the physical presence of Christ be felt through our worship, our corporate worship. Let's open the doors of the church. In the presence of Christ, there is life. And as long as we are doing it right, God will take care of the rest. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I'm saying to the saints, go back to church. Go back to church. Coming together to worship. Even in the midst of practicing social distancing has rich rewards. Very rich rewards. The healing that takes place physically, emotionally, especially emotionally. The stress that is lifted as we see each other smiling behind no marks. That's something that brings healing to our souls. Money cannot buy these things. We must return to church. Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews chapter 10. Verses 23 to 25. It reads, Let us hold fast to the confession of our faith. Let us hold fast to the confession of our faith without wavering. 
If you don't take care, you, you, you will lose it. We'll become so used to staying at home, worshipping on Facebook, Zooming, comfortably on our beds, on our couches, and it will be a life of each one for himself, God for us, or which is not God's divine order for the church. Let me read again. Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. Hebrews 10, 23 to 25. Let us hold fast the confession of our faith without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. Verse 24. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works. So this morning, all I'm doing is to stir you up. I'm stirring you up to love and good works. Good works. Good works includes coming into the house of God or going to the house of God. Sharing fellowship with the brethren. God will show you some need that only you can meet. And that you cannot meet outside of the doors or corridors of the chapel. Good works. Verse 25. It says, not neglecting to meet together. Now it's different when we have to be out of church because there is a pandemic, there is a crisis or something that threatens the corporate body or the individuals who come together. Yeah, that's, that's perfectly okay. But when we are told that this thing is easy, so with proper protocols, we can go back to corporate worship. And yet, we find it reluctant to respond and give God that which is due. Christians awake, awake to service. Awake to love of God. Awake and let Christ be seen. You are listening to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to the Bible platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. This and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM. And your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continued. Verse 25, Hebrews 10. It says, not neglecting. Don't neglect to meet together. As is the habit of some. Some people have become so used to Facebook worship, Zoom service, that now they wish would never go back to COP. And that's a very nice way of killing the body of Christ. Yeah, because we will not grow. What is going to happen is that the very people who come and we worship with them on the Facebook will come and we worship and, and we go to sleep and, and we do nothing. Even with all that we are doing right now, coming together, encouraging each other, making sure the word of God is flowing and teaching is going on. Look at the impact in our society. It is reflected in things that are happening. Children insulting adults. I mean, no qualms. The language format. Responsible elderly people using foul language. Abusive language. In the name of politics, 
sowing seeds of discord and confusion. And some of us have been here for over 60 years. And then young people come and in the name of politics, they are talking about our country getting into crisis and, and what? And we run to where? But that's, that's a reflection of how the gospel has lost its impact in our society. My view is that you may disagree, that's fine, but that's my take. And I'm entitled to my opinion. Because growing up, growing up, when we go to school, we go to Sunday school, and the word is pumped into us everywhere. We're singing hymns, everywhere we're learning Bible quotations, some of which we did not even understand. We were taught morals. We were taught how to respect elderly people. We were taught how not to talk back to elderly people. And here we are. And so if we should sit back, go our separate ways, and we will not return to the classroom, the spiritual classroom, the church will not meet physically. I shudder to think what is going to happen. The other day I was looking at this clip. Somebody selling PPEs right in the hospital where medical staff are supposed to use those PPEs to protect themselves and to save the life of others. And I said to myself, I would not be surprised if these guys are Christians or professing Christians. And they don't care who dies. I'm saying that there is a job to be done. And that job cannot be done from a distance. And it's not for nothing that we have been told not to forsake the gathering of ourselves together. Iron sharpens iron. Praise God. Hallelujah. So verse 25 says, Not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some. That means that at that time that he was writing, some are falling into the habit of not going to church. So he said, don't, don't do that. Don't neglect the gathering of yourself together. Then he continues and he says, But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. The day is drawing near. The signals are there. The signs are all around us. We don't know when the plane is landing. But we can tell that time is ticking. And this kind of society cannot survive. It has apportioned to itself a role of self-destruction. And the speed is lightning. And I tell you what, there is no hiding place. Prepare for the coming of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You may doubt him. He is still God, Jesus Christ. So saints, physically meeting together to share fellowship is the rule. It is not the exception. So okay, now that we are used to Zoom services and Facebook, why don't we stick to it? Because it is not the rule. It is the exception. It is an answer to a crisis. It is a solution to a problem. It is not normal. Go back to church. Hallelujah. We should therefore look forward as I speak to you right now. What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to restoration. I know some of you are looking forward to relaxation. But I'm saying to you, you see, I, when I feel the burden, I can't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> That's the way the Holy Spirit works with me. And the burden is, go back to church. Go back. God needs you to be with a brother. We are a family. And I believe that the devil is capitalizing on this pandemic. I don't know what that is for me. Of course, he's, he enjoys seeing us suffer. And God doesn't enjoy seeing us suffer. He's a thief and a destroyer and a killer. So he would re really enjoy us pulling back 
and uh, accepting the present situation as the status quo is not. It's not. We tend to Zoom, Facebook, and other social media platforms to organize church services just because we were in a crisis. We were in a crisis. Once the crisis begins to recede, we have to take our chances. The early church faced a lot of persecution. And they develop a lot of strategies. Even now, they understand there are places where because of persecution, believers have to meet in underground churches. I mean, they hide and meet. Some meet in fields. They use all kinds of means so they can meet and share fellowship. We have the freedom of worship in this country. And we must use or take our chances while we have it. And make the presence of Christ felt. It is time to go back to church. Tell somebody, it is time to go back to church. Pastors, leaders, make sure you set in place all the safety protocols so that the people of God will not be exposed to undue suffering and infections. We don't want infections in the church. If we can keep our homes safe, if people go to the market, some of them don't even wear any nose mask. If people can sit full capacity in transport, in buses, then why should the church alone be the place? I don't get it. Where we can't go because we, we, we still feel that it's not safe. It's not safe inside the church, but it's safe in the market, in the taxi, in the bus. Think about that and tell me the measure of your faith in Christ. Beloved, the physical presence of the body of Christ must be felt in our land. If we snuff it out, the light is gone. Life will be terrible. Life will be terrible. Where there is no Christ. Where the body of Christ is absent. I'm telling you anything goes. Slaughter is the order of the day. Today I'm saying to you. If you have any influence. Use it. Encourage the people of God. That once again the collective voices. Of the people of God. Must arise in the house of the living God. It must arise. It's a mass. We are not encouraging any disobedience of authority. It is the authority that has given us the go-ahead to organize our meetings. And so, let us bring back, let us bring back the warmth of fellowship, even without the shaking of hands. Let us bring it back. And let me close this presentation, this, this just encouragement to the, to the people of God to go back by reading just one or two scriptures about the, the, the blessings and the healings and the, and the restoration when we gather in the house of God. Psalm 84, verses 2 to 4, English Standard Version. It says this, My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. David said, I'm yearning to go to the house of God. My soul is yearning. I don't know about you, but I tell you what, my soul is yearning for the house of God. He said, my heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home and the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young at your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Listen to this. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. So when you go to church and you don't understand why you go to church, it will be a problem going back. But I'm sharing this scripture with you. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. So be 
someone who dwells in the house. You love the house of God. And the blessing of God will come upon your life. You don't need a prophecy. Blessed are those who dwell in your house ever singing your praise. Verses 10 to 11. For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of wickedness. So don't trade Zoom or Facebook for being in the house of God and sharing fellowship with, with God's people. Seeing people in need, encouraging them where you can meet the need. You make yourself a channel of blessing. Help people with your resources. Help people by supporting them in prayer. You look at the brother. Walk through the door. The Holy Spirit convicts you that this brother is down. He needs some encouragement. You can see that when you are behind the, the, the screens of Zoom and Facebook. I said from the beginning that that was not the rule. That was the exception. The door of the church must now be open. And the people of God must go back to physical corporate worship. Assignment accomplished. Go back to church. God bless you. And God willing, come your way again with another presentation of Bible Platform. Your friend, Pastor Anson Metzel. Joe Metzel, my son, congratulations on the occasion of your wedding. You made us proud. The family says, God bless you. And give you a very wonderful marriage life. Prosper and produce in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 0244-239024. 0244-239024. Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you.